0: You're listening
1: to Millwall, broadcasting from the beautiful South By, except no sun. Hello dear listeners, welcome to a post-match recording of Akdong Mill in the aftermath of what was a very disappointing 1-0 loss at the Riverside Stadium, Middlesbrough, uh, just a few moments ago in actual fact, joining me to mull over uh, an overall a, a drab performance for me, uh, for Mill, is the man himself, Mister Neil Fischler. How are you, Neil?
2: Well, I was doing all right until I watched that game of supposed <laughs> football. It's ninety minutes of your life we ain't going to get back. I think it's a, I think it's a harsh reality check of anybody that thinks we're going up needs to, uh, you ever need to book themselves into the Maudsley Hospital, don't they?
1: it's yeah. difficult and it it was there was no want of of effort but we were second best and that's that is a hard truth um you know i thought middlesbrough um clearly started off the the, the brighter of the two sides um we played uh styles in today rather than savile not sure that was the best choice in in the, with the benefit of hindsight i know that's always always crystal clear but when Savile did come into the game later on, at least we looked a bit, a uh, bit more cohesive and a bit brighter. But going back to the course of the game, I thought the Borough, well, they started brightly and didn't really let us, let us off the hook. We we didn't really carve out any uh, across the whole game, you knew any any great number of chances in that match, did we? We we had we had possession in moments, but nothing came of it. It's it is hard to see a promotion challenge with this squad unless we're going to spend you know big. In the current window, which uh, so far looks pretty quiet from the mill perspective,
2: mate. I yeah, well, I'm not a great one for st- uh, statistics, but when I was waiting for you, I had the eye follow mm. on, and it showed that we had no clear cut chances in 90 minutes. Yeah, no. how in the hell we have got into? A position to challenge for the playoffs with the deficiencies in the squad that we've got—it's absolutely unbelievable. I'm going to take issue. I think there was, there was no desire there today. It was Did you not think? No, no. It was, it was absolutely awful. Yeah, from start to finish. Yeah, yeah. The entire first half—it was like one of those games you used to play as a kid attack against defense Do you remember that yeah, yeah 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 and we were just letting them come onto us wave after wave after wave after wave yeah well, okay they didn't look much better than us to be quite frank yeah
1: they if looked handy true. in the first half i, th- I thought they, they they showed their best um early shots chances i'm just going through my notes here listeners um, we, we we kind of we we I felt we were clinging on across the whole of the first half. I I do agree um, that they weren't brilliant. I you know I don't think they're the best team in what is a pretty um, you know I mean there was a result earlier on. I think was it uh, Rotherham beat uh, was it was it Blackburn they beat by four yeah, goals three um,
0: four
1: one
2: something well, like that.
1: And it's a cliche, Neil, to say it's the most open. I think it's it's, it's the most average league. <laughs> in that sense because there aren't any major standout sides, including ourselves, because today you just demonstrated that when it comes to match winning game changers, if our if our main men aren't on form, we just don't look we don't have any spark in the sides. Um effort wise, I don't know. We seem to we seem to be chasing the ball a lot this afternoon and that's not going to get you promoted, mate, is it?
2: No, uh, yeah, let's face it in that first half. I think the only chance in that entire first half that we created was I think Zion Fleming went through midfield, didn't he? Yeah, and uh, and he shot tamely at the goalkeeper, which summed us up, really, wasn't it?
1: There was uh, a break. Back- didn't we get on the break, and didn't it clip off the heel of Callum Styles when we had a a four man break going from from a, a Borough attack? We had a lot of we had a lot of moments like that where you think potentially something could happen here, but it didn't. And you know that's that yeah. there's, there's been a lot of that play this this season, really. You know, I, I, you're right about being so high up the table for a team that doesn't doesn't take chances particularly well.
2: Yeah, but it doesn't create them. Yeah, no. Yeah, you looked at it. Yeah, you look at it. Bradshaw, Bradford, I called him earlier on. There. Uh, <laughs> you know, Bradshaw, he huffed and he puffed, didn't get anywhere. Usual kind of effort from him, wasn't there? Yeah. Fleming, I think flatters to deceive. I think he'll have, he'll either look very, very good or very, very poor. Yeah, And, and today, I've got to be honest, he, okay, he actually created our best two chances. Uh, Vogel Slammer was absolutely a nondescript. non-descriptive, non-descript yeah. I would absolutely say. Absolutely awful performance from him. Uh, you look at the midfield, I thought Styles wasn't as good as he was a couple of weeks ago.
1: No, agree, agree. Uh,
2: Billy Mitchell didn't have his best game, did he? Quite rightly taken off.
1: We had a few players under par I thought I thought Mary Wallace looked a little bit out of his depth out there today, Neil.
2: Um, yeah, but he looks like a non league defender, that's be quite frank. Yeah. Today he looked like a non league defender. And it says an awful lot that uh that when Cooper went off mm. he bought on Savile. And uh, left Cresswell on the bench.
1: Doesn't
3: yeah, you
2: know a lot about his future at this football club, doesn't it? If he brings on a midfielder and shuffles a and shuffles a player who has been awful all season. Let's be honest. How in the hell Scott Malone, when he's fit, can't get near this side? You know, well, we all love Murray, don't we? But we do. But we have to. But we have to be honest. He looked like a non-league player today.
1: He looked out of his depth today. I mean, the yeah. the goal. Um, I think there was an error. The ball. The, I can't remember who made the error. If it was Billy or or um, Styles in midfield, the ball was released in midfield, and they came down the right wing. And Murray had a couple of goes. Which was just basically bullied off the ball in, in, in by the, the borough winger there. Um, I, I've got to put that down as an error on Murray Wallace. The ball then came in uh, the cut in and side and slammed home. Um, yeah. No real opposition for that move, and I, th- I don't know about Union, but as soon as we went one goal behind, I was kind of waiting for the moment where the first goal goes in for Middlesbrough, and as soon as we went that one goal behind, I, I just couldn't see us. It looked like a mountain. One goal looks like a mountain uh, this afternoon for us. So just we never really looked like we were going to get anything out of it. Although we did create a bit more, um, you know, a bit more uh, f- fluidity once once Saville came in. What do you? Th- thing that you mentioned um jake cooper getting injured he, he kind of slammed down onto his the base of his back and, and then i thought we could have gone off a touch earlier there because he was clearly in discomfort and he sat down there was a for the uh, there was a corner where he almost sat down almost said to the bench take me out but we just seemed to take our time on that and um i thought the obvious move was to bring um Cresswell in but that Sometimes uh, Gary Rowett's decision making is is very hard to read. I, I don't I don't understand the delay nor the, the substitution choice there.
2: I'm wondering if it was more Jake Cooper's bravery <laughs> rather than yeah. uh, rather yeah. than rather than Gary Rowett's indecision. Yeah, uh, trying to run it off. Slow. Yeah, yeah well, he is slow, but you know what kind of player Jake Cooper is. It takes a lot to drag Jake Cooper off a football pitch, doesn't it? Sometimes, yeah, well yeah, I guess a manager needs to be a bit proactive or a doctor or whoever makes the decisions on the sideline as to if a player's fit or not to come off. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, he tried, yeah. He, he tried to run wonder, it off. But yeah. It wasn't happening. And there was some suggestion on the commentary. I don't know if you picked up on it. Hmm. That maybe the injury hampered him getting across to make the challenge.
1: Slowed him certainly. I yeah. mean I actually thought it'd been one. He'd been one of our standout players. You know, in in what has been a difficult day for Millwall generally. I thought Cooper and Hutchinson made some good defensive blocks, interceptions, and tackles. Up, he got injured. So then, obviously, that's that slowed him immediately. I, I personally believe he could have come out before the goal but there we are Uh, he didn't yeah no
2: well I think you're right actually yeah well I think it was obvious two or three minutes before that he couldn't carry on yeah and
1: there um, we are bravery
2: Um, kept him in kept him in it and it ended up costing us a goal yeah well apart from that and Murray Wallace's non-league defending
1: I also think you know we, we, we have to call on this show we call it as it is I don't think it was Danny Mac's best day either I think he got caught a few times um Murray Wallace certainly um had a mare this afternoon. And we showed very little in truth going forwards. It got a bit better once Saville came in, Neil. Um and I think the styles went into a left back position, didn't he? On the left side. Um and I actually thought we looked better still with the arrival of Romain Essay, who came in and looks like he's got um He's got the X factor to him. his mean, very early days for the boy, but um, he does at least give us some hope for, um, you know, for something with a bit of flair and touch and position. There wasn't an awful lot of that today. There wasn't a, a, a touch today. A control it was very poor overall. I felt.
2: Yeah, but it says a lot for how poor it was that we that we that we seem to be pinning our hope to a certain extent on a 18 19 year old coming <laughs> off the bench who's played under 10 games it says yeah but it says an awful lot that he came on and <laughs>
4: um, yeah
1: that was that was our most hopeful moment i mean yeah. there was a there was a, a great run i mean Zian, well, he, he, you're right i mean he's, he, he blows hot and cold for us a little bit when he's hot he's very hot but when he's when he's off he's a very off i mean he had a, a free kick at one point in the uh, second half i think it was that, oh, that sailed was sailed wide i mean really um you'd have been better just lumping it into the mix and going for the you know Murray Wallace or, or Sean Hutchins on the, on the end of a header but there it is um 1-0 it rightfully finished i mean i, I, I can't argue with the result we never really um huff we huffed and puffed but we never really did enough to to get anything out of the the game. Um, it leaves us in ninth position again, amongst the, a dense pack of sides all the way down to three points. Now below us covering all the way down to Reading in full team. So um, it's a very tight division. I, I don't know. Um, we're in the midst of a transfer window, Neil, but it's, <laughs> it seems to be more like a one way revolving door going out, but no one coming in, doesn't it? We, we're not, we don't seem to be closing any deals. you know, I, I, I thought we might have something in place up front or wherever uh, on the left side, perhaps, in time for this game today. But um, we certainly seem to be, uh, players seem to be leaving and nothing coming inwards at the moment. It's quite a strange situation.
2: Mate, something I want to come back to in the game involving Fleming was, I, yeah, well, I know you like to see players staying up on their feet, mm. but... I think he could have gone down and got us a penalty in the second half, couldn't he? Because That was, that was absolutely...
1: on that run, he made, didn't he? he, went and he cut yeah, into and the, then into he
2: pulled the ball back to Honeyman. But to come back on to your point about uh, the transfer window, it's worrying, to be honest, Nick. Uh, you look at it and you wonder if we've actually got any desire to get promoted. If we just make a half-hearted, ham-fisted attempt at it. Uh, it's a strange
1: I think, one. I mean, I,
2: I was... think if we were serious about promotion, we'd have addressed the deficiencies already. We've let, yeah, we'll, yeah we've let a striker go. In fact, well, we've let two strikers go.
1: We've yeah,
2: we let, have. Uh, yeah. Who incidentally scored on his debut today.
1: Did he? In, uh, yeah, in Dubai, yeah.
2: Yeah, for Hatter. And we let young Isaac Alofi go. yeah uh, and as you said it's a one-way street and it just makes you wonder is it going are we yeah the later we get into this window is it going to be like this time last year where he goes out and he makes panic loan signings i think he bought in luke freeman and ollie burke didn't he this time that's right
1: ineffective And
2: there was something yeah there was You've had the panic aspects about them, and you just wonder if uh, if it's going to be the same. We keep on getting linked with players. How serious we are? Is Jamal going to pick us above anybody else? Oh, yes. Maybe not. Uh, is that uh, is that Rotherham winger that we're allegedly are oh, oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: that we're allegedly interested in uh, something something actually noticeable today Hmm. was the strength of the benches. They bought on Cameron Archer that they've just loaned off Aston Villa.
1: Hmm.
2: And we pin our hopes on a, george evans and ramon assay
1: <laughs> or... which will please some out there but i i was injured i'm just looking at the uh the south london press uh, yesterday uh saying he had a, a hip injury so he's a doubt and malone obviously seems to spend large amounts of time um injured he has a cut to his foot must be like a doesn't heal or something so he's been out for ages um yeah, I mean, the, the, the reason I refer to the South London, deal is there's a big splash yesterday. And we, we've said this many, many times. And there's nothing new for the listeners or you and me. But the story is about John Berylson pumping in 100 million since he, he came in 200 million pounds into uh, Millwall in 2006-07. Uh, and this season's loss is 13 million. I mean, I, I, we've, we've said this, the debate we've said many, many times. But it depends... I, On the one hand, we tick over and John, thankfully, covers these losses at 13 million, um, which, you know, I was talking to somebody yesterday. He said, that's not much. I said, it's not much in championship terms, but it's 13 million pound more than if if you haven't got any money, you know, which is. um, So, you know, we're obviously grateful to for that, because otherwise there'd be no Millwall potentially looking at Scunthorpe's situation at the moment. But equally, um, unless you unless you bring in the kind of players, the quality of players that uh likes of Middlesbrough and others have, we're not really gonna be serious contenders. We're not gonna recoup he's not gonna recoup that money with a Premier League run. Um it's a strange dilemma, isn't it? We seem to go around in circles with this.
2: Yeah, that's right. It, it, yeah, we do have to I Question: If we really do want to get promoted, I know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I know that sounds a weird thing, but I think a club that's serious about promotion, you actually look to strengthen your squad in January, and we've actually gone and weakened it. Well, we've weakened. It. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, we must be the only club in history that's actually going for the Championship playoffs, <laughs> and we're actually <laughs> looking weaker. When the transfer window opens uh, midway through it than we were going into it we've got diabolical injuries, yeah we just mentioned two there
1: Ryan Leonard was warming up last week showed not yeah I mean it wasn't it wasn't on yeah. the bench or anywhere near the side today yeah, exactly. so, and
2: it just you know. shows how weak that squad is, yeah yeah we've got a lad in the under twenty threes uh. Abdul Malik. Yeah. 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 Who, who apparently scored scored twenty goals this season. I was reading. Is it twenty or is it 15? he's done
1: very well. He's a he's a regular scorer. I, I don't yeah. keep track of them, but yeah. And
2: he's nowhere near the first team. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we're not scoring goals. We've just let Benicophobe go. Yeah. So put him in there.
1: I guess the, I mean, the the wage bill will look a little bit lighter now that Benwick's gone to to Dubai and to some level, I suppose, Hayden Muller has joined uh, Dundalk, who incidentally, listeners, Dundalk in Ireland will play in the Europa Conference League. So I suppose he would regard that as, um, you know, as a bonus for his season, Hayden Muller. Oh, yeah, it's it's a, I, nine
2: steps down, though, isn't it? That's, yeah, to be honest, it's non-league
1: football, isn't it? <laughs> I'm trying. To, I'm trying to put a spin on it here, listeners. Um, but I suppose the way My point being, the wage bill is lesser, lessened, lighter. Um, but if you carry that logic through, you can have a very light wage bill and play a team of um, a team of kids, couldn't you? You know, we've got to at some point. We're going to make a move, or we're not. And I, I agree, it's either got to be someone that we've been tracking or courting, I don't, we don't, we're not, we're hearing names, but I don't know how much uh, truth there is to this old Betty uh, kid at uh, at Rotherham, Jamal Lowe, I don't know, I think, isn't he a regular name that um, people talk about and he doesn't seem to like like the idea of coming down Millwall, I I don't know why, but um, we'll see, we'll see. Um, Today, very disappointing result, I think that's probably about as much as we can say about the result today. Um yeah, Cardiff- to be honest,
2: Nick, Yeah, well after last week, after we went out the FA Cup, yeah I yeah, well, I actually thought that going out the FA Cup, I didn't watch the game, I had no interest in the FA Cup this season to be quite honest. I thought that it might do us a bit of good, that it would that it'd be one less distraction for us that that possibly yeah, we know at Millwall's like, yeah, we can't do two things, can we? Yeah, we can't multitask. We, couldn't have we don't FA seem to
1: be able pack. to, no.
2: Yeah, and then be in a position to challenge in the league. So I think it had to be one or the other. And we went out and I thought it would be a good thing. But, but you look at that today and you're wondering, was it a good thing? <laughs>
1: I don't know. <laughs> you know. I'm always a bit... Um... Yeah, there is this theory that you take the pressure off your season or you you focus on the league and and all this kind of thing. Um, And so, you know, no FA Cup run. And certainly last week's performance was very half-hearted, Neil. Um, It was half-hearted on a pre-season friendly level, like we were playing at Dartford in the heat of July or something, you know.
2: Yeah, um today though was it Let's be honest, yeah, but that was only three quarter hearted if the other one was half hearted
1: today we never we never retained possession we 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 gave them um too much respect um which I think is probably one of the great criticisms if you're going to... you know this season is yet to finish so we don't want to be too pessimistic, we don 't know where we'll finish, and we don 't know how it'll play out but um i think if if I was going to be Critical of Gary Rowett's reign generally, I suppose it's that that thing of Mill have built a reputation of being a side that doesn't, um, you know, that, that doesn't take reputation particularly care uh, seriously. It shows does, doesn't show the opponents the respect and get stuck in. But we don't seem to be a team like that anymore. Um, certainly away from home, um, we'll see how it finishes. I, you know, it, I think two performances in a week that have been fairly flat. Leave leaves leaves me feeling very flat, and I, I dare say uh, the fans out there listening, or the five hundred and five that went up there again. It's um, you know, I I know we're bottom of the away team league table in terms of attendance. I sometimes think it's a miracle we get anyone showing up for these games. I mean, the idea of travelling the length of the country to go to Middlesbrough to watch um, a half-hearted show at times like we saw today. I I don't know. I, I don't know what the club expects out of people. I think it's miraculous we get anyone at the game, personally.
2: And we've got a very key game coming up next week, haven't we, against Cardiff.
1: Cardiff away, I was just going to say Cardiff. that. Yeah, I mean, today's performance doesn't fill me with much anticipation. I think they they were leading earlier on. I haven't seen the results as Neil and I are speaking. So I don't know how they, they did. I'll have a quick look whilst... Um,
2: yeah, but they drew 1-1 against Wigan at home. Finish
1: well, one each. It. Okay. Um, yeah, but, but that's let
2: Transfer embargo lifted, which is a bad thing, isn't it? Because they're likely to go out and at least try and sign a couple of players. This yeah, week.
1: one each against Wigan. There we are. Um, we'll we'll yeah, see.
2: Yeah, it would be good to see Marlon Romeo not again. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, he can go down on one knee and wave his fist in the air. Can't he? <laughs> like normal, and he'll get dog's abuse. And
3: oh, it, dear. It there it we does. are.
2: It, it 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 just that yeah, I don't know we yeah we're in what sixth seventh eighth position are we we're nine
1: we're eight eighth I'm just looking eighth. at the lead table eighth, eighth. Uh, yeah I thought we in nine
2: but it, it feels like it just feels a bit deflating after today to be honest I wasn't really looking forward to coming on and doing this I, it's I, quite I was hard quite happy to have just pulled just to a bloody sat down and just pulled a bloody cover over me head and forgot about the rest of the weekend to be honest it just
1: i it, mean I know, as listeners know i never I, I never like recording straight after the game it's always quite hard to muster up um especially in the aftermath of a, of a fairly limp loss like today listeners but i'm out tonight i'm out tomorrow so I'm pretty, i might drown my sor- sorrows in alcohol and get mrs mrs Hart to drive me home tonight neil i think that's that's probably the best best um, route forward for the night. We'll, we'll see how the rest of the month goes transfer wise. We do need to find some pizzazz. We need something. We need some pace, power, and athleticism because we, we didn't show enough of that today by any stretch. And we certainly didn't see anything of that nature last week. Um,
2: no, the season's actually in danger of drifting, I think, Nick. I think that if you look at it. Yeah, Well, I know that we've mentioned for weeks that Millwall are going to have these. Highs and the lows aren't they? And yeah, uh, you were know, just like my mood and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> <We> just, <laughs> yeah, it just seems that you yeah, have <laughs> extreme highs and then we're gonna have weeks of lows. But
3: oh but dear,
2: but unless they pull their fingers out,
1: uh, well, yeah, 26 matches in now, Neil. I mean, the next 10 games will define the season so that's going to take us what across the, the remainder of um of of january and then into into feb so you know today was a big game i, I you know I, all we keep doing is i don't know about you every morning i refresh my twitter first thing when i'm half awake to see if we've if there's any rumors or any any signings that might be imminent some some exclusive for one of the local journalists so um, we could have done with someone out there today. I thought we might have pulled a few stops out to get a signing in for this trip to Middlesbrough, which is always going to be a tough match. Um, another and tough game worrying next week. The
2: thing is, mm. though, you actually, you, you actually look at the table and you look at the transfer window, and we've suddenly dropped behind Norwich and West Brom. Norwich have just changed their manager. West mm. Brom, I think, did it not so long ago as well, didn't they? But they're yeah. actually getting, but they're getting parachute payments. They do. So if they want to go out and they want to strengthen, then we're playing catch up on them, aren't we? And uh, yeah, no Blackburn had their arses handed to them, but it just seems a little bit ominous. I think the top two are well out of our reach now, aren't they? They're looking, you know, they're whatever.
1: looking further and further out of sight. Meryl. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we're certainly top place. I think we're 20 points behind Burnley, aren't we? So we can forget them, and they're starting to pull a little bit away from Sheffield United. So we're actually playing for, what, third, fourth, fifth and sixth. And it's just worrying that that we're up against teams with parachute payments that can go out and they can spend money and we seem extremely reluctant to go out and spend any money yeah yeah for for whatever reason i think if we were serious about maintaining in and around the playoffs he would surely have done something about our deficiencies by now we do need another striker we need somebody in midfield and of course if creswell goes that's mm. going to leave a hole in defence. I don't know. Can he call back? Can he call back? her uh, the Mitchell. ladder. Yeah, Mitchell at uh, Saint Johnston. Yeah,
1: You'd have thought. It's... You know, reading between the lines online, you know, if Chriswell is uh, Leeds was talking about recordings he's not getting game time at Millwall. Well, if that's the case, and and Gary Rowett knows that's the case. Then you'd have thought that recording Alex Mitchell from St Johnston or wherever he is in Scotland would be logical. But uh, like so many things with Gary Rowick, the the, the, the logic of some of his decision making isn't always apparent. Um, you know, he, he doesn't have to explain himself if, but the results generally, if the results do the talking, then um, he doesn't have to explain himself. It's when they don't do the talking that uh, questions get asked. I, I don't know. I don't know.
2: But it's extremely worrying that Creswell did get on today so yeah. i'm wondering if something has been said but then again you you look at it yeah he's here yeah he might not be here on monday but he's here today so yeah. you use him today don't you? you you worry about monday on monday you don't sit there sulking no, oh, no, no, not no. have him. so i'd like to know his thinking behind it to be quite frank and uh
1: He'll probably give us a bombardment of management speak and football, oh, football f- cliche f- mixed f- with management speak. I mean, it, the interesting thing was there was this talk of the, an American group that were over last week. I don't know whether it's true or not, listeners. It was in one of the, uh, I th- it might, looking at the font of the report, somebody stuck it on Twitter. It looked like it might have been the Sun, might have been the Daily Mirror. Hard to tell. So I don't know who, who said the. Uh, the original story, but um, you do wonder what John's long-term plan is. If it is just to keep on as he has done ever since two thousand and seven to keep paying out in the region of ten to you know thirteen million ish and keep us ticking over, that's one thing. Um, but to get any more than that, you're going to have to gamble at the at the, at the high rollers table, um, and that's that's always been our problem. It seems to be our problem at the moment, Neil. So I, I don't know. I don't know.
2: Yeah, we've always said. What's John Berylson's exit strategy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, is it make a load of money on the yeah? Well, on the regeneration.
1: I mean, that doesn't yeah. that looks as far away as ever it does. I mean, yeah, but
2: that looks like to be a pipe dream. Yeah, but that looks to be the. Yeah, the property equivalent of us playing in the Premier League, really.
1: Doesn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, you ever wander around Bermondsey? I was over the other day and it looks exactly the same as it ever did. You know, I mean, for for an area that was supposed to be transformed by um, the, the new Bermondsey master plan, it barely, it's barely changed in years. There's one or two blocks of flats up the road and the Cliftonville Tavern's gone. That's about as far as it's ever ever, ever, ever changed in my time, you know, anyway. And we'll
2: yeah, see. they served a load of notice on the, on the garages, didn't they, at one time? They're still there, they're still working, <laughs> So what, so what was all of this fuss about,
3: honestly? Oh dear, I don't know. Yeah,
2: it just makes you wonder why John Berrelson is still putting, 12 13 million pound in
1: it'll probably yeah. undo all of this. All of it, if, if they make some masterstroke signing of some you know highly talented player that we you know we hadn't seen on, on our radar this week, then we'll have to withdraw all these comments. But at the moment, in the aftermath of a very wishy washy drab 1 0 loss at Middlesbrough, it's quite hard to see. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, but there will be the usual suspects out there that will be pointing stuff out, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you were those people that hang around on message boards and things like that, and on Twitter, you think they know best, and just depends
1: what your um, depends what your, your what your expectations are. I mean, I think a repeat theme, maybe even an unspoken theme, Neil, between you and I, both fairly long in the tooth, we've both seen Millwall over many, many years, some measure of historical perspective to bring to it you know for us to be chugging along mid mid championship mid mid second tier and look upwards with uh, the possibility of a run that maybe or maybe doesn't come to pass is actually a very very good performance for the i think for the fifa 23 generation unless you're succe- succeeding in inverted commas you're you know you're not really um you're not playing football do you know what i mean it's 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 a difference of uh viewpoint I think, and certainly from that perspective, you wonder whether John does want to roll the dice. So it's all easy for us to say it's not our money, but um,
2: Nick, uh, I think it's the flirtation that kills you. Yeah, we're (laughs) flirting in (laughs) and around the top six, aren't we? Yeah,
1: hinting, hinting that we could
2: do better. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like yeah, it's just like you know you won't know this because you're not because you're happily married to Mrs. H. Yeah, I
1: wouldn't know whatever he's going to come up with now. I, I wouldn't know about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's not like you're scrolling through Tinder and you see <laughs> somebody that's quite nice, and you you read the profile and you, and I want uh... swipe the right way. Yeah, and then you're waiting for her. Yeah, I, I once peered over
1: Harry's shoulder. He was on Tinder. This was going back a couple of years. If I'm probably disclosing too much info, but I'd never seen Tinder listeners, so I was looking over his shoulder. And I said, well, what, what, you know, what do you do? How do, you, how do you, you, you kind of press a like? And if they like you, you've got a date or something. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah basically. Yeah, it was a bit We need like players. Millwall. That's what we need on
1: our transfer market.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was bit, yeah, it was a bit like this. We're Millwall, isn't it? Yeah, but we're flirting <laughs> in and around the playoffs. And, yeah, we're just waiting for the match, aren't we? The other... <laughs> and. You, you probably, oh, right. yeah, there's probably a striker out there. There's probably a footballer equivalent for Tinder. <laughs> this, isn't this
1: had? A, this had a rough time in their relationships. Wants <laughs> yeah. to find true love.
2: Yeah, well, Aldo's actually he's hitting <laughs> loads and loads and loads of likes, and he's just waiting for the football for well, the return like to come. Yeah, back. <laughs> yeah, but then it's a match, and then you can discuss her. Yeah, but that's oh, not. Dear, oh
3: dear! Oh dear! No, yeah,
2: that's is. not a bad. Yeah, that's not a bad business proposal. That is it—a a football no. Tinder that matches <laughs> players and clubs. Yeah,
1: oh, this this okay. conversation's turned surreal, <laughs> listeners. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, it's I've got be got... smiling.
1: <laughs> Absolutely oh dear i'm gonna say thank you to neil i've got a curry to go out to listeners so i'm gonna call love you all tinder love you all and leave you all now um i'll be back after the break with any voicemails that have been sent in to me but i want to say thank you neil for um picking up the pieces on a very difficult um post-match call never easy so big thank you to you mate thanks for coming on
2: yeah, no problem, mate. And we'll be back, I guess, on Friday, won't Friday. It? With a
1: problem. bit more of a measured, intellectual measured
0: conversation. <laughs> Until then. Bye for now. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers.
5: Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
4: Hello?
6: So, uh, walking away from the riverside, Uh, this is James Burt, middle halfway line. Um, Well, pretty, uh, Pretty buoyant local supporters here as I walk back through. But uh, very, very good game, I thought. Um, I thought we were, on, you know, uh, beaten and, and not unfairly so at the end of the day. I thought we were uh, disappointing to obviously lose. But uh, I thought, actually, not a bad minimal performance. I have to say, I thought probably Middlesbrough just shaded it. But uh, it, was, uh, it was a good game. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, I thought it really highlighted the fact that we don't have anything on the bench, really. And that we desperately need to reinforce this squad. I mean, uh, I I know that it's uh, perhaps slightly delusional to think that it's going to be Millwall going up. But uh, if we're going to get anywhere near the top of this division, we've got to have some quality off the bench. We've got to have some players who can come on and change the game. And as well as we did today, and I thought actually we did do well... Actually, we just didn't have that quality. And uh, so a uh, uh, big, big couple of weeks for the Lions ahead, I think, because, uh, uh, you know, we desperately need to uh, recruit some uh, extra, extra players. But anyway, come on, you Lions, uh, not a bad day out, even though uh, obviously a disappointing defeat.
4: Hey Nick, <coughs> Matt Richards, uh, after watching the game today. Um, it's, dis- it's disappointing to lose 1-0. Um, but I think we just need to um, put it into context, really. They're on a really good run, Barra. They've got some really good players. Um, yeah, they're were, they were, they were all, you know, not all over us, but they're they high press into us in the first half, didn't let us play, didn't let us settle on the ball. And when we got the ball, it would be some sloppy passing. But they didn't they didn't create loads of chances. Um, we were hanging on towards the end of the first half. We had that chance for Zian. You know, he probably should have done better, really. It wasn't a, a great shot. He, he could have buried it um, but yeah so nil-nil half time um, but we, we were probably been really satisfied with knowing that we we needed to, to create more but um, then second half obviously yeah, scored a goal got, Murray got caught out um, got a bit of luck I guess because Cooper was injured I, I thought Long could have done a bit but it he was, it wasn't in the corner the shot 1-0 um, up and then he kind of or worried, really, that there might be two or three. But after that, I thought we came into it without really creating any, anything clear-cut. Zian, I thought if he'd gone down, because that was a terrible challenge, I thought it could have been a penalty or it would have been a penalty. Although, to be fair, the referee probably wouldn't give it because he wasn't giving us anything. Um, Huffed and puffed. Half chances. Brasher header ahead Saville. Uh, half chance. SA came on and did well again like he did against, um, against Sheffield United. Um, but at the end of it, it's frustrating because did I think we we're going to get anything out of the game beforehand? Probably not. Actually, I think we've, we may have nicked something and that's, that's just frustrating really. But um, I think the most important game is next week. You know, we really want to get something for next week. Um Cardiff struggling today, they drew again at home, um one at home for ages. I fancy us you know, if we if we can um just take our chances next week, um then we'll get something from that. But I think the key key thing is as everybody's saying it's right, is that the squad's weak. Um Bennett come off the bench today, he's he's just not been at it this season. He's not a player he has been the last couple of years. Um we need forwards, or we need a forward at least, to replace or to come on for Bradshaw. Um, we need wingers, and the defence needs reinforcement as well, really. Have we got enough money for that? Will we get the players in? Ugh, don't know, but the season hangs on it, really. You can see how tight it is at the top. We've we'll dropped down, what, to eighth now? You know, it's going to be like that now for the rest of the season, so it's um really important we strengthen... And important we get something next week, so um, yeah, disappointing, always disappointing to lose. Um, but it's how we uh move on from that now, which is going to be absolutely critical. So we go again next week. Come on, your lions.
5: Hi, Nick. Uh, Jim Hack here, just with a few observations on today's game. Um, not as disappointed as I was last week, although the result was disappointing. Um, I think. It's obvious for everybody now that the goals that come down that left-hand side um, through the left full-back channel, uh, we just give so many of them away that it's an obvious trick, if you like, for the opposition to play onto, And we seem to be an easy touch there. Hopefully, we'll get it sorted at some point. I think when Styles went back there, it looked a little bit more livelier, the defending, but at the same time, we were sort of chasing the game at that point. So, you don't know what Middlesbrough were doing so much um result very disappointing, but it wasn't lack of effort this week it really was we were under the cosh first half probably got away with it slightly because we didn't have too much of a a forward pattern going um the one thing that, that when we did have the break with Styles got the ball onto his heel what a shame when we were four and one and it was the one opportunity we had in the in the first half really second half I thought once they scored they seemed to so I'll be quite happy with that. And and we then came more into the game. I think when uh, Savile came on, Styles went to left-back, we looked a little bit more livelier. Sa come on and, uh, again, he, he looks promising. I think he's, he's still a boy in a man's game, really. But I think when he's got the ball, he wants to use it. He wants to do things positive. So, yeah, very happy with him. And overall, the performance, a lot better. They were one of the best teams we're going to be playing this season, I think. They're... They're on a roll, they're really um, buying into what Carrick's trying to do with them and and I can see them in the playoffs quite comfortably. I think for us, even though we've dropped down a few places, um, the opportunity is still there. If we can play with the same desire, possibly a little bit more uh, luck, then hopefully we'll, we'll continue with our, our forward progress. I would say today the referee I thought was woeful. The three bookings we got were all bookings for, for not really anything that, that wasn't going on during the game. I thought he was pretty woeful for us and he didn't really have that many big decisions to make but the ones he did make on when it came to us, I think he really caught us out and I think he um, was disappointing. But overall, we took the loss. It was 1-0. I, I did think before the game that having watched last week's performance and the, the lack of uh, desire, I was hoping that it would be better today, and it was. And I think the team can rightly come away thinking we might, with a bit of luck, have got a little bit more. But overall, probably 1-0 was the right result. But I'm still positive looking at that today, and uh, hopefully we'll push on forward. So, come on, you Lions.
3: Hi, Nick. John Rankin here, just calling in with uh, some post-match thoughts on the loss up at the Riverside against Middlesbrough. Um, Having had a bit of a chance to reflect on the match Uh, I think let's get the negatives out of the way firstly obviously we lost but I think tactically that was very poor game management from Gary Rowett and I think given what they were supposed to do or the obvious brief that the players had I think they can hold their heads up very high Um, we from the word go we were sitting back We had the one-man loan token press on with Tom Bradshaw, which, you know, is about as much use as a chocolate teapot, to be honest. Um, And we were just sitting in deep, waiting for Middlesbrough, um, and then trying to hit them on the break. You could argue that it worked in the first half, they didn't score but they came very very close indeed and we did have a few chances on the break but I would question whether that's the right way for these type of players to be set up because there are one or two individuals who I think defensively struggle against teams of this quality. With regard to Middlesbrough, you can see the influence that Michael Carrick's had. This was a different team that came to the den and lost to us 2 1 um, at the den earlier in the season. I was reminded of how Michael Carrick used to play for Manchester United. And he was, you know, a sort of CDM, midfielder, defensive nature. But what he did do was play the ball along the ground um, and, and very accurately pass the ball around and that's what Middlesbrough did and our uh, midfield I questioned the midfield that Gary Rowett chose he partnered Callum Styles with Billy Mitchell which I think was a mistake he should have put Mitchell and Savile out there in the, in the midfield from word go and in actual fact late on in the second half he did put uh, Savile on there I always thought that uh, midfield two there would struggle Callum Stoles is a great player but he's a left-sided player who likes to get wide um, and I don't think his challenging is as good as, as George Savile. so I think there were crucial errors of judgement here by the gaffer I've got to say and I think given, though, given that how can you possibly have a go at the Millwall players for doing what they did You know, they played to their brief and I thought they gave absolutely everything. There's one or two players out there which struggle at this level, I think. Um, And I'm not gonna name names, but obviously we're lacking that quality up front. Uh, I'm not talking about number 10 or midfield, I'm talking about an outright number nine. Um, We do, we have got deficiencies there and we've got one or maybe two, I think one, Main deficiency defensively, um, and I think everyone could see that again today. I thought George Long played well. He can't be blamed at all for the Middlesbrough goal because um, the guy placed it well, and George Long was completely outstretched, you know, and his body positioning was as good as it could be. And he did make some tremendous saves in the first half. Um, he made a brilliant defensive, sort of defender's save, really, from Akbom. Uh, When he was put through, he came right out and saved right and you know, blocked him sort of right on the edge of the penalty area, which I thought was fantastic because the guy was uh, through on goal. So there's a lot of positives, but Gary Rowett, if you listen to Acton Millwall, mate, you got that one wrong, boy. You should have played the same way as we played against Watford. Okay, we might have gone down, you know, it might have been a a 3-2 defeat. Or you know something of that nature, but to go up there and sit back and try and be tight defensively when you know you've got certain weaknesses at the back, and then try and come out and nick a, a goal on the break might work against other teams. Might you know it's worked we worked against Coventry last season and a few teams like that, but against this outfit, I think you've got to fight fire with fire. You can't fight their fire with ice, to use your uh, terminology. Anyway, over and out. So that's my complete drubbing of you, Gary Rowett. Uh, go back to the drawing board. Think about the players you've got and play in a more appropriate style for the type of team that you're playing against. And to the players, well done. I think you're putting a very good shift. And um, come on, you Lions. Achtung, Milba.
1: Huge thank you to all of the chaps with the voicemails. Big thank you also to Neil Fischler for fitting in with my social life plans. It's Sunday morning, listeners, and I thought we'd just take a cold light of day few moments to think about that rather disappointing show. For me, very disappointing show yesterday up at the Riverside Stadium in Middlesbrough. Big hats off to the 505 people that made that long journey for what, for me, was a very wishy-washy performance. I'm just reading the... Um, post-match comments that Gary Rowett made with the London News Online with Dan Marsh. Shout out to Dan Marsh. Um, This is speaking to Mill TV and I won't pay that £5 charge that they want for Mill TV to listen to the manager's post-match comments listeners. I think we should uh, get that, um, you know, at at least a clip of it on, on YouTube for nothing. But anyway... Um, speaking to to Dan after the game, um, the report goes that uh, Rowett was satisfied with elements of Mills' performance against against uh, Middlesbrough, but he conceded that he was disappointed that his side didn't show more belief during the match. Um, I I find it kind of odd because you know going into the, yesterday's game that was a big big match, listeners. That was the fifth place side versus the sixth place side, which was us um going hard for or should have been for a place to compete for the premier league the very top table of english football and all the riches that comes with that we didn't really look like that was um you know at any stage in the game that that was really what we were driving hard for neil made that point in the post-match uh, call that i did with him yesterday and i didn't see it uh gary rowitz uh Cliche city, of course. Um, he says here, I, I think this is a, a tough place to come. Cliche time. I'm going to forget a cliche bell. He says to Mill TV, they, uh, they the Middlesbrough, have been on a fabulous run under Michael Carrick. He's done a really good job, and you can feel the buzz around the place. But we've got our game plan really spot on in the first half. We frustrated them and made it very difficult to play through us. Now, I didn't see that. I don't know anyone that did see the game, whether they also felt that we'd played well because I thought we were clinging on for grim death. I've just watched the post-match YouTube highlights and Jules Long did really well. I don't know if we mentioned that yesterday in the in the immediate conversation straight after the game with Neil, but I thought Jules Long made a couple of very good saves, critical saves, uh, through the course of the first half. Um, yes, we had moments where we... Could have done better, which we didn't, so could have should have you know i'm I'm thinking if my auntie had balls, she'd be my uncle or maybe not so much these days but i, I don't get these kinds of comments that i mean you, you can't stand there and start slagging the, the the players off I get that um but i don't I don't know maybe the managers see things or say they see things that i I don't um he says we had a few good half chances i, I didn't have many half chances. Muzza, uh, the nickname time there. Muzza has one from a set piece where he just needs to glance it and gets too much on it. Stylesy, we have a four-on-one break. Yes, we did, and it clipped the back of his heel um, and went nowhere. So I'm not sure you can claim that as a good performance, listeners. I don't know how you see it. Uh, I thought in the second half... Um, the goal was very avoidable. Uh, Murray Wallace had a mare yesterday and, you know, I know that he's an honest man, honest player um, and he will be disappointed with his performance. I I don't think, personally, I didn't see much from a few players. Um, I've seen Vogel Samus getting some stick online um, from yesterday. I I thought Danny Mack didn't play terribly well yesterday, listeners. Um, I thought that we made a decent Middlesbrough side look a much better side than they needed to be, but... We didn't seem to have much drive, and we certainly didn't bring any flair or ability onto the ball. The question keeps coming back to the one that Neil and I have kicked around yesterday: Do we look like promotion contenders? We're clearly still uh, in eighth position somehow, thanks to the you know other teams' um, you know uh, failure to to perform. But <sighs> it's still hard to see this squad going a distance at the moment. It remains to be seen how the transfer window pans out, but unless we're going to be doing something dramatic soon, I think that the season is in danger of these kinds of average showings. Uh, that's two fairly bland, you know, performances in the week now. The That um, nondescript game against Sheffield United last week at home, 2-0 loss, and yesterday's 1-0 loss at Middlesbrough when I didn't really see enough Uh, Gary Rowett sees different things and he's got to work with the players so you know I I understand why he says some of these things but it it does stick in the throat somewhat just reading through some of the post-match reaction on Twitter Alex Lee opinion varies I think Uh, opinion varies Alex Lee says no shame in a 1-0 loss away to a good side limited options to affect the game highlighted though that's going to be a repeat theme of these messages listeners Um, Essay promising on the ball. He looks like a quality player. Romain Essay. Young, no fear, a positive in my opinion, says Alex. Cooper going off immediately and probably uh, means we probably don't concede the goal. And I've got to agree. I said that speaking to to Neil yesterday. They they stuck around with a clearly injured Jake Cooper for a crucial period after... um, you know, after he took the knock and that's when we conceded the goal. The goal was not down to Jake Cooper. The goal was down to poor defending by Murray Wallace. Name names. Accountability, I think it's called. Jack Clark went up there gutting as we are really battling and we're so good at winning the ball back. Uh, we're also just really good at losing it again. Uh, we didn't keep possession very well, Jack. I do agree. Hutch and Cooper having the absolute games of their lives. agree with that. Uh, they were solid rocks. Murray and the ref, on the other hand, leaves three dots, dots, dot, dots, dots. Um, yeah, a referee was poor, um, but we can't blame referees. We're going to get that. He was a home homer, as they call him, call them. Um, but we get how many years have we all been going to the den? Listeners, how many years you've been going? I know it's always been so over my 50 plus, and I bet it is your X number, whatever it is. Uh, Tyler Podmore asks why Fleming didn't go down on that run into the box could, could have claimed the penalty, could have done could have shot, he, he chose to pass it inside the Honeyman, when it all went away Um, lots of could have there isn't there uh, Joe Zampa says SA has done more in 30 seconds since coming on than Vogelsammer and Honeyman have done in the combined 80 odd minutes um, yeah I've seen a few criticisms of Vogelsammer we do love to have a boo boy obviously no Tyler Bury out there yesterday, so he wasn't available for, for slagging. Um, I don't know. Vogel summer uh, has been unlucky in some of the chances. he hit the woodwork, uh, I don't know many times now, three, four times. Um, it wasn't a good day generally yesterday, and he was part of that, so I, I do accept that. I I still think there's something in there that will get something from him, whether that should be as a mainstay striker, you know, um, Dear Tom Bradshaw, runs and runs, but could we could we do better with Vogel? Some of that I don't know, or should we be looking for something different, something new? Which I think probably would be the choice of most Millwall fans. I don't know. Uh, Millwall Dolbs says you don't win these kinds of fixtures with fuck all up top. Says Dolbs. I think you're you're right, uh, Dobs. Um, forward uh, that offensively yesterday. Use the uh, the Americanism offensively. Uh, we didn't look much at all. Um, Let's not get carried away, says Dolbs. We haven't been bashed up here. We just need a couple of attacking players in. Still time in the window. Still in a good position in the league. Keep the faith, optimism there from Mill Dolbs. Um, yes, that's true. We do need to do make some uh, some moves in the transfer market, though, if we're going to challenge. I don't see it at the moment, Dolbs, to be honest. I think we'll, we'll bob around, but we won't, um, you know, we won't be contenders uh, as it stands, in my opinion. Which is still not a bad performance from Mill. I mean, you know, I keep making these historical points, and I do get it. Must be frustrating for younger listeners, but um, historically, we're still in a very good position, um, and we're really doing quite well compared with the bulk of my Mill supporting life. I know that's frustrating to hear, though. Mill tube, Mill tube, definitely not gutted. He says, no, definitely not gutted." He's missed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different different take. Definitely not gutted I missed this one. He says, no idea why it took so long to bring Essay on. The guy was on for 10 minutes and did more than anyone else. Um, yeah, I mean, Romain Essay, real hot talent. Uh, the boy looks like he's got the X Factor. Let's hope we can keep him. Uh, Dawn Turley. Why do we keep playing the long ball, asks Dawn. I, <laughs> it's because <we've> we, <laughs> we we lack the imagination and the players to unlock a defence, I think, Dawn. Um, why are we not trying... Vogie up top, he's in his natural position, she asks. Surely Saville should be starting. Frustrating game today and highlights how badly we need signings. Um, yeah, and I'd also... Uh, it's interesting this morning, just looking at the YouTube highlights package that uh, gets posted Sunday morning. I hadn't seen that yesterday. I was speaking immediately after the game, which is always a bit of a hot potato. Um, but I just don't think we, we threatened enough for a sixth-placed at-the-time side to be serious. Um, you cannot be serious unless we make some signings anyway. There we are. Huge thank you to everyone for contributing to the show. It's been a bit of a hodgepodge today because I'm out and about uh, yesterday and today, but um, we'll be back in the week, I hope, with further content on your favourite, I hope, Millwall podcast channel. Achtung Millwall. Till the next edition, listeners. Arrivederci Millwall. Let's uh, all move on to Cardiff next week. Bye for now.